And so I don't know if you caught me on the NFL Network talking about people who I love from the greater Chicagoland area. Uh, I forgot to mention the star of the show, uh, Tyler Scott. So without further ado, let's bring on the man of the hour. Good blocking on the perimeter. And that opens it up for Tyler Scott. And uh, Tyler, I'm sorry. I was sitting there making fun of Cleveland and Uh saying that I was very happy for the Miz. Drew Carey, our friend Smiling Demi, who's a fan of the show. I, I forgot to mention you, and for that, I'm, I I feel like Akron's different, so I, I, I apologize if I didn't include you on that. Are we still good? No, we're good. We're good. We're good. How was it, though? How was this weekend? Now, obviously, a very disappointing loss. Uh, yeah. Once again, you know, I, I, again, like I, I love the progress. You know, I love that, you know, we go into these situations where, you know, Cleveland's one of the best teams in the league, one of the top defenses yeah. in the league. And it's good that it's like competitive. I don't think it was competitive over the last couple of years. It's going to be competitive, but but what was that like for you going back home, playing in front of your hometown fans, but ultimately coming up short in that game? Yeah, no, I mean it was definitely a, a bittersweet moment for me. Um, day, you know, I was you know pregame, I had you know a million people you know yelling my name, uh, signed some autographs, you know, seen some old friends, teachers. Um, you know, I mean it was great. You know, pregame going out just. Uh, you know, I've, I've seen, you know, a couple games in that stadium, um, you know, from the stands and then to, to finally be there and to, to be on the other side now, being the one looking up into the stands and, um, you know, just being able to experience that. That was just, I mean, it was such a cool moment for me, you know, growing up, like I said, in a, in a household full of, you know, Cleveland Browns fans, listen to them, you know, day or every Sunday, you know, after church, it was such a cool moment to, to be there and uh, to, to be able to face them and then have so many people that I grew up with um, on the field for, you know, pregame, was able to watch up and close, up close and personal, uh, got some pictures with them. Um, you know, they got to watch us warm up and things of that nature and then was able to play in, uh, in front of so many different people that um, some haven't even got to see me play live. Um, so, I mean, it was such a cool moment. Um, but also, like I said, it was, um, like I said, bittersweet with the, with the L at the end of the day. Um, but you know, it, it was, it was great being back. It is one of those things. I I'm very familiar. I'm, I'm familiar with it from the other side, not, not from your perspective, but from your friend's perspective, one of my good friends growing up, Dave Janowski played at the university of Washington. We would go see him play US, USC, UCLA. We went on the road to Tempe to go see him play ASU. They were playing Jake Plummer at the time. It was an epic game, which Washington ultimately lost. So it's, it's that, I know what it's like when it's like you're watching your friend and you're like, yeah. And, and Dave even had a return yeah. in the game and you're excited. But I, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, like everybody who was there representing you, uh, from your, from, from growing up and everything. I know that everybody uh, just knowing, you know, going through this experience myself, yeah. uh, they're super proud of you, uh, proud of what you've been able to do. I'll, ultimately we want to get the win. I know selfishly we want to go out there and win, but just seeing you out there, you know, just cause like, Growing up with somebody and being able to know somebody, you're like, God, that's a player who's out there on the field. And then, of course, you made a couple of big plays in this game. And I wanted to ask you, uh, because uh, to set up the the final, the, the, the desperation heave, the Hail Mary, if you will, you had a nice little catch and run there. How close yeah. were you to break? Because I was like, oh, whoa, whoa. Because you were like kind of, you were towing that line. How close yeah. were you to being able to break that? Yeah, I mean, um, so I ended up catching it, turned around, okay, we got a lot of open grass. Um, seeing uh, Newsom and, and Ward, looked like uh, looked like Denzel Ward was just trying to kind of 
I don't know. I thought he maybe I thought I was just gonna kind of walk out of bounds. Yeah. Um, and it kind of looked like too he was trying to basically push me back in bounds, but he didn't kind of make an effort. And so, yeah. um, you know, we have a rule kind of C two split two. And so, kind of where they were, kind of angle I was coming at, the momentum I had, I'm like, well, I feel like I could split these two guys. And worst case scenario, I'll get a few extra yards, and my momentum will just carry me out of bounds. But looking at just kind of, and, and even looking at the scouting report, we knew their DBs didn't like to tackle, and so that really showed itself yeah. in that um, in that phase there. And so seeing the two guys split the two, I'm like, okay, so there's there's more open field. I was still in bounds um, on the film. I see or I see Mooney. I was on the field. He's like pointing at me. He's like, get out of get bounds, out of bounds. And so I'm like, no, I'm like, turn around. I'm like, score. Go. And so um, he turns around. He makes a really nice block. I get around his, but I'm kind of, like I said, right on that edge. And um, at that point, I'm like, okay, I have a a really, a really good shot at possibly taking it here. I think it was like one guy maybe left. But um, at that point, I was just kind of too close um, to the sideline to really just keep my footing. So at that point, I'm like, all right, well, let me get as much as I can, do the clock situation i was like if i can get as much as i can possibly get in field goal range but at least give us a shot um to 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 you know at the end of the game and so um you know i was i was uh like i, said, I was going for the, for the dagger um there to, to kind of end it but um you know i got what i could and, and then got out no i thought it was the right play you know watching it in real time again you're trying to preserve time you know you want right. to give your chance and yourself another chance it's funny because in that instance it's like would you trust the guy who's super fast with the ball in his hands possibly getting to the end zone or do you want to go out of bounds and possibly take a desperation right. heave i'll always take like you got the play going like let's see what happens because there's so many variables that go into a last second desperation toss yeah but the bears we had one what would i like what is going like how what was it like being on the field? Because I know like watching it a lot of times you're like, there's no way this is going to happen, but we've seen it, you know, happen time and time again to come yeah. so close. What was it like on the field uh, to be that close and be like, I, I, I mean like this is, you haven't lived this life. Oh, listen, you grew up a Browns fan. So, you know, as well as anybody, <laughs> like there's a lot of, and I know that I've been, I, I listen, I know that I've been having fun with Browns fans on Twitter, on NFL network. I like the Cleveland fans. I like the city of Cleveland. It's a beautiful place. So we're having a little bit of fun. I'm leaning into the heel roll right now. But there's a shared experience. The Browns fans and the Bears fans, <laughs> yeah. very similar DNA. Like you gotta be, yeah. you gotta be no. you gotta be Jane, you gotta be Jane Goodall <laughs> no. in a way. The kind of being able to distinguish between the two. So you know exactly what it's like, like the level yep. of pessimism that you have of like this isn't gonna work. And then for it to be, to be yeah. so close on the field, what was what was that like? What was your initial reaction? Yeah, I mean, I've said this multiple weeks, man. At the end of the day, all you want is a chance. Um, you know, got us a chance to, you know, get down there, um, you know, and we got a chance. I know with Justin's arm, I'm like, he could easily make a 50-yard oh, throw. Yeah. Um, so, you know, called the play in, and I knew it was going to be a Hill Mary situation. Had a chance. Um, you know, everybody got in their positions. And um, at that point, you know, you're, you're just hoping that, you know, you get a tip ball, um, you know, we have a jumper, um, you know, to hopefully get there in the middle, kind of tip the ball, some, you know, ball goes somewhere. Um, we have a guy in the back where I was, a guy on the sides um, to kind of just be, you know, in the vicinity of like, all right, if there's a tip ball, you could possibly catch it. And, um, you know, it just seemed to work out exactly how we, um, how we, how we had it kind of mapped out as far as, you know, hopefully getting a tip ball and maybe it falling into someone's hands, you know, on the way down. Um, but, you know, it didn't, 
didn't work out in the end, but you know, at the end of the day, you just want a chance there. Um, you know, so can't give up on a play. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are tough. You know, they're not you know high percentage uh, plays necessarily in the NFL. But um, like I said, at the end of the day, you know, crazy things happen in the NFL. That's what makes the game so great. Um, you know, but someone's got to win and someone's got to lose. Yeah, I would love to pull anybody out of the stands and have them try to catch that football because I know that every expert. And every like you know flag football wide receiver like oh, I would have made that catch. No, you wouldn't. Have. Oh my gosh, you no, that, that's, a, that's you a tough catch, man. It's a tough catch to be. You know, you're you're something you may not even know the ball actually is until right. you know what I'm saying until it's maybe halfway to the ground, and then on top of that, Mooney's on his way falling down. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of got to. I mean, you have less than. I mean, you have maybe 0.5 seconds there to kind of react, gather yourself, see where the ball is at, react gather it and then you know get to the ground or what have you but you know that, that's a that's a tough catch to make um you know but uh, that's that's the name of the game yeah we um there was a super bowl a number of years ago the one in indianapolis where tom brady threw a desperation heave like that and gronk almost made a play yeah, like, i remember that yeah I gronk, gronk couldn't make that play i think the yeah. only the only time that i've seen somebody really make a play like that it was might have been julian edelman another Patriots player in the Super Bowl and the comeback win over the Falcons. As a matter of fact, I was in the tunnel. Oh, yeah. I was in the tunnel there in Houston uh, with the with the Falcons' families because they were getting ready to go on the field to go celebrate when that play happened. <laughs> and I was like, uh, oh, yeah. gosh. And, like, I remember because, yeah. like, um, Arthur Blank's Arthur Blank's grandchildren were there with me. Like, there's no way that was a catch. And you're like, oh, dude, that was a catch. Yeah. So it's a very difficult thing. Like, that – I'm almost like I was bummed for Darnell because I'm like, you made it too close because now people are going to talk. Yeah. And then they make it worse when they played in slow motion. That just amplifies it all. And everyone's like, well, see, look, he should have caught it. Show it in real time. Although, uh, yeah, like it's, I think anything that if you slow down long enough, like they'll, they, I don't know. That's a crazy, because like, listen, I don't want to bring you in on this. So I won't, I won't, cause I know there's probably just to let everybody know we record this show. So if you're a Browns fan coming in here, trying to run your mouth about the David and Joku play, um, I can't see it and uh, I'm not going to go back and look. So you're out of luck. Um, but like when you slow it down, they're like, well, his, his toes hit before his heels. I'm like, but his, his heel comes down. like anytime you slow things up too much, as opposed to watching yeah. it in real time. Cause when you watch it in real time, it was one of those things you're like, ah, ah, ah. but that's like anything, yeah. like, yeah. unless it's yeah. like, you know, like, Every once in a while, like you, anytime, like this happens in the real world where just things fall off the table. You try to catch something or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's oh. a very difficult thing, even if you're one of the best athletes in the world. Uh, how was our friend Darnell? What was Darnell? What was it like in the locker room? Like, do you not make mm-hmm. eye contact with Darnell Mooney? Do you have to, like, like, like you don't, you know, because obviously you guys dress together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You're like, hey, Darnell, like, good to see you. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I got to go see, uh, I got to go see Matt over here. Um, mm-hmm. what is that like in the locker room afterwards? Yeah. I mean, you know, as, as a team, you know, we're frustrated, you know, not really just for that play, but just, you know, kind of the whole game as far as, you know, we're up 17 to seven, you know, going to the fourth and you, you let a lead get away. Like we have, um, you know, multiple times this year. And I think that's the main frustration. It's not really frustration. Like, Oh, he didn't catch it. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't even think that's what's really, that's not what's on our mind necessarily. It's, it's really just, we're looking at the body of work at the game. And just trying to figure out, like, man, where do we go wrong? You know, and the fact that we just let, you know, this game slip out of our hands. Um, you know, that's the true frustration there. 
Um, and I remember getting onto the bus and, you know, Darnell was just like, man, they're, they're killing me on social media, man. Oh, no. I was like, and I was, because I didn't, so from where I was at, kind of from the back, because I was supposed to be the back guy to kind of see, like, if the ball tips in the back, I would be there to, you know, try to be in the situation that Darnell was in. And so I didn't actually really see the play um, as far as how close it was. Right. Except from where I was behind. I just kind of heard a ruckus. I seen the guy with the ball in his hands running. Um, I didn't see where I was at, like I said, where I was at, kind of what happened with the Darnell situation. And he ended up showing me, um, showing me the film and seeing, you know, how close it was. Like, oh, wow. I, mean, I didn't know it was that close, um, you know, until you just now showed me. And so, um, you know, he, like I said, it was, it, it's tough. You know, that's, like, that's the name of the game. Um, you know, of course, people are going to, you know, bash you and, you know, feel like, you know, from their couches and like, man, he should have caught that. And, you know, you have, you know, uh, passionate fans. You know, I mean, that's, that's the game, man. And, um, you know, sometimes those plays are made and sometimes they're not, you know, but uh, I mean, his, like his spirits were obviously, you know, not good, um, you know, for someone that was put in that you know, position. Um, but at the end of the day, you just continue to encourage somebody, you know, you, there's no reason to down him or, you know, any, any of those things, you know, you know, I look at me and say, man, I should have caught the first pass and maybe we have more time to, you know, do more instead of catching the second one. And, you know, now we have less time, you know, you're looking at yourself in the mirror. Um, at least that's where I, you know, in my perspective, when I'm looking at it, you know, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and saying, all right, what can I have done in this game, you know, to put us in position to win it? And so we didn't have to be in position to throw our Hail Mary, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's necessarily looking to point fingers and, you know, blame people. It's more so just looking at yourself in the mirror and, um, you know, just looking at what could, you know, I have done as a team, what could we have done um, to, to not have ourselves in that position. Yeah, that was one of the most impressive things, and I wanted to get to that. Uh, you did have a drop in that final drive, but you made up for it on the uh, on the on the on the second play where yeah. you were very close. Was that does it, does that play into your mind? Is that like in the back of your mind? Like I got to make up for it here and see how much how much I can get out of this play. Yeah, I mean, I think it's not all. I mean, you're going to have things that happen during the game, and even in the course of just life in general. Um, but I think the big part something that we that they teach in this building um but being you know a chicago band something i've heard you know growing up and something that i've experienced growing up is how are you going to react you know um once you know something bad happens how are we going to react are you going to put your head down all right well the ball's not coming my way again they're not he's not you know just not going to throw me the ball um you know I, I had a, a pass where like i said i dropped it and he came right back to me the next play and put ourselves in a position to a chance to have a shot you know so at the end of the day Things are going to happen in the game, but I think the number one thing is how do you respond to those things? You know, mm -hmm. because you're going to hopefully have another opportunity. And when you get another opportunity, how are you going to, to take that opportunity? And for me, um, you know, the game's not over. Yeah, I dropped the pass or you know, whatever, but the game's not over. We have to still keep playing, you know. And so there's still time on the clock. And we had time on the clock. I was able to get the ball in my hands again and uh, make something happen. And so, like I said, we had a, a shot at the, uh, at the end there. And, um, you know, that's the biggest thing, just how are you going to respond? Yeah, I think it's a I think it kind of exemplifies the leadership skills of Justin Fields because, you know, not not going to put you in the doghouse or anything like that. Going to go right back to you, show that trust yeah. uh once again. And I and I bring up Justin Fields because obviously, you know, you you know, I feel bad thinking about Darnell Mooney going and looking at social media after a game, which if I could if you got if I could give Darnell another message through you this week, don't do that. Don't stop looking at social media because it's, it's the blessing and the curse of playing for the Chicago bears. Like, yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but Carolina, you know, they were selling tickets for 45 cents on the secondary market. That stadium was empty. 
you don't get that in Chicago. Like we've, we've yeah. not had a lot of great years since 2018, but stadium's always full. The fans are engaged. Yeah. The fans are locked in. And again, it's a blessing and a curse because you're not going to be able to escape it. Uh, good or bad, but obviously with, um, you know, with the bears because of Carolina, because of potentially having the number one overall pick, there's speculation that you could take a quarterback. DJ Moore has spoken about this publicly where he said, I don't think that the two guys presumed to be the top two picks in the draft are better than Justin Fields. Jalen Johnson on 670, the score even said the same thing himself. Like, listen, this, this guy's our leadership, our leader. What do you think about Justin Fields? Like, how do you, is that something that comes up a lot in the building, but how do you feel about Justin Fields overall? No, I mean, honestly, that's a lot of uh, outside talk um, that you hear, you know, social media, you know, other analysts, you know, things of that nature. Um, you know, I mean, I think everyone in the locker room about Justin Fields, man. Um, you know, it's my first year with Justin and, and I love the guy, you know, ever since I first stepped in the building, he was the first one to greet me. Um, he was the first one to contact me, you know, after I got drafted. And, um, you know, I loved him ever since I've stepped in the building, you know, just how he likes it, how he's carried himself, um, just how he's someone been in the position that he's been in, you know, with really not, you know, so much of a stable environment, you know, since he's been here, um, but continue to work hard, continue to have a great attitude, continue to, to lead a group of guys. And, um, you know, I think he's from what I've seen improved, you know, each year, you know, as he's been in the league and, you know, now being my first year, you know, being around him, you know, seeing his game, just seeing the way he plays. Um, I thought he's, like I said, this, just this year being with him, I think he's had a great year statistically. Um, and not only statistically, I think he's just done a great job of taking control of just the offense as far as, you know, his command that he has in the huddle, being able to trust him. Um, you know, I mean, I've like I said, you hear all those different things about different quarterbacks and, you know, things of those nature, uh, things of that nature. Um, you know, but like I said, I love Justin Fields. Um, and like I said, he's, he's had a great year. And, um, you know, I wouldn't be against playing with him, you know, for the rest of my career, honestly. And so, um, you know, he actually hit me up after the game. Uh, this past game and just gave me some words of encouragement just said you know way to you know basically step up you know there um at the end just keep working man and um you know for me that that's huge you know to to you know have him reach out to me and just give me those words of encouragement being a young guy um you know that that does a lot for a player and so um like i said i, I love the dude so um, we'll see what happens you know going forward you know obviously not my decision but um you know so far and as of right now and hopefully moving forward justin's the quarterback of the chicago bears the unquestioned leader of the Chicago Bears. And of course, I'll be back on Wednesday night for Take It to the Rank, where I will be battling. Well, I will be battling half of Bears Twitter. I will be going against Carmen. Uh, I, 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 I'm with you. I said last week, and I've said this plenty of times. Like, I'm so, I've seen enough. We're on to the next round. We're on to the next level. You know, let's go and let's just continue to build this team and continue to build this roster and yeah. see what happens. I'm curious, though, because now, you know, we had a pathway to nine wins which would have put us right in the middle of the, the playoff conversation. I don't know if we've been outright eliminated yet. Forgive me for not knowing that offhand. It would still, it was a long shot last week. I feel like it's got to be a longer shot right now, but do you, is there been any talk moving forward where, okay, well now we're going to go into more of a, an evaluation process, which could mean more targets for somebody like yourself. And I'm curious, like, is there, I know we're still early in the week, but is there, have you gotten a sense like, okay, we're really going to start peppering you with targets or anything like that? No, I think, uh, I don't think so because I think mathematically we're still not eliminated. Not eliminated. Uh, that was, not that was, 
Yeah, that was that was an AFC um, opponent that we ended up facing. And the next three we have are all, I want to say, NFC. Yeah, um, Arizona, Atlanta, and Green Bay. Right, they're all <laughs> NFC, um, you know, uh, opponents. So um, we still have a chance, you know, depending on what happens, how things shake out, um, we still have a chance. Now, as far as evaluation-wise, I think you're getting evaluated every single day. You know, every single day you walk into the building, you're always being evaluated. Um, there's not a time that you're not being evaluated. It's not a practice. You're not a be- being evaluated. Not a day that you walk through any building, um, at least that I've been a part of, where you're not being evaluated. So um, that's kind of the scope and lens that I see it from is you're always being evaluated. Um, like I said, this is year one for me. I don't know exactly how things kind of shake out toward the end of the season, um, you know, and things of that nature. So I'm I'm not kind of sure about how those things go kind of up yeah. in the front office. But, you know, for me, um, like I said, I've always had the lens of I'm always being evaluated. So um, I'm always putting my best foot forward, always trying to do the things that I can do to to remain a Chicago Bear and to, to put my best foot forward on Sundays. Yeah, and selfishly, you know, I there's nobody rooting for you more than me. But at the same time, because, you know, I'm also a fantasy enthusiast, I got to have that in mind as well. So I'm like, I don't want you to do too well these last three games. So you get into these, so yeah. people start drafting you <laughs> next year a little bit too early. So then I got to fight for it. But uh, actually, I'm in a lot of leagues with Chicago people. So the secret's already out. So we're already looking forward uh, yeah. to that next year. By the way, before we, uh, you were talking about our opponents in the upcoming week. Uh, obviously, this weekend, we're going to be playing host to the Arizona, I almost said Chicago Cardinals. Nobody says Chicago Cardinals. Nobody knows that the Cardinals started in Chicago, but playing host to the Arizona Cardinals. I uh, want to let everybody know that if you're not going to the game, uh, because this isn't Carolina, we have good fans and everybody shows up to games. Uh, but a great place to watch the game is Game Room Chicago, located inside the historic Chicago Athletic Association Hotel. It is awesome. It features billiards, shuffleboard, skee-ball, pop shot and so much more. And with a menu featuring Michelin-starred chef uh, Mari Katsumura snack foods, there are also beer towers, shareable signature cocktails, a weekend Bloody Mary bar, and so much space to watch your favorite games, including the Bears and Chicago. This is a this used to be a rivalry. My dad used to go to uh, he used to go to Comiskey Park back in the day before the old Comiskey Park. He's like. He's like, it was really, it was easier to get tickets to the Cardinals bears games in Comiskey than in Wrigley. So he would go and then he would purposely buy tickets in the Cardinals section just to go there and, and, uh, you know, just, uh, cause a ruckus. And he was, you know, he was a Navy guy. He wasn't afraid of anything. So, uh, would go there on the South side and cause a stir. So it'd be a lot of fun. Are you looking forward to playing the Cardinals? Like I know that they have their own thing with Kyler Murray and a lot of people questioning them. They're also potentially in the top three. Um, as a as somebody who likes the sport, what do you think of Kyler Murray? Like I've always been a fan of his ever since his days at Oklahoma. Um, I was uh, yeah. I, I even watched him play baseball. He was drafted by the Oakland A's, and I was like, God, I'm like, this guy's going to end up tormenting me one way or the other. Um, <laughs> so, what do you think about him as a player and as an athlete? Because yeah. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. So. Um, I, I watched him when he was at Oklahoma. Uh, you know, I, you know, always kind of the little guy running around. And so sometimes, you know, when I'm talking to people about like different quarterbacks and just different players in the league, right. Um, as some, as some, for people that may know, um, I'm a huge sports car collector. Yeah. And so when I, when I talk about different people and we're talking about different guys, I always say like, would I invest in this guy or would I not invest in this guy? You know what I'm saying? As far as sports cars wise, like would I go and search out for his card and invest in him or would I not? 
And so when I put that, you know, spectacle up um, with like Kyler Murray, I feel like I, that's a guy that I would I would probably invest in um, mm. long term. He ended up getting paid, so I feel like you know he has you know more of a leash um, with the organization. Um, but I think too, just when I watched him at Oklahoma, just how explosive he was. Um, once he gets the right pieces around him, I think he can be pretty good. Um, I think he has a great um, nap for I think what Lamar Jackson uh, has now. Uh, that he didn't have earlier, which is kind of being able to run kind of with a cautiousness, but like he's he's not necessarily taking huge hits. Like he has like yeah. the ability and the threat of like, all right, he's not necessarily always running full speed, which it kind of almost looks like Kyler is though, but he just knows when to get down, when to elude, when to get out of bounds. And I think he just has like, I mean, even just the way he throws the ball, you can tell he's played baseball. Like he has yeah. just the oh, way yeah. he throws, he has that type of, that type of release, but um, I think he's just an exciting player, and, and like I said, since he's been in Oklahoma, I think he's just been an electri- electrifying player to uh, to watch. I love the idea of you putting it in the uh, the card sense. Would yeah. I invest in this player? I'm with you. I would invest in him as well. And I think if Arizona moves on from him, uh, they could be making a mistake. You know, it's it's funny because as much as they talk about like Justin moving on, like yeah, he could go here, or he could go there. I'm like, well, why isn't Kyler Murray like in that conversation? That I'm glad he's not because I don't think anybody should have to live through that, uh, especially young quarterbacks who are developing. I, I don't like it. You know what's funny no. though? I, I'll leave you. I know that I've kept you on too long, but I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with this because at the beginning of the what is this 20, 2022 football season, I was at the the National Card Show in Burbank, California, mm-hmm. going around, and I took my daughter, and we were going out and buying cards and all this stuff, and. Um, you know, we were both wearing our, or she was wearing her Cutler jersey. So this was awesome. But I remember when you talk about people investing in cards, and this is why sometimes you shouldn't always trust the public. You could not buy a Trey Lance card because they were so expensive <laughs> yeah. and oh nobody God. wanted to give them up. And then people would just like, they guys were handing my daughter Justin Fields cards. Like, oh, yeah, yeah just take them. Like, this guy's, and yep. I'm like, yep. this is why you can't always trust the public. Like this is a, a thing too, and if and you that, ever see yeah, it. that's crazy how that how it goes. Like in in the car game, like a guy that's like that I've seen, like especially over the past year, who's been like, all right, his prices are always up. It's Justin Herbert. Like yeah. he's a guy that people love in the in the in the car game, and I'm sitting here, I'm like, man, Justin, I'm like, he hasn't like at the time like, he hasn't has he won a playoff game yet, and like. Nope. It's like everybody just anointed this dude on the market where it's like, man, Justin Herbert was a guy who was like everybody wanted. Josh Allen was another guy after the Kansas City game. Like everybody wanted, you know, yeah. things of that nature. And then you have those guys where it's like, you know, here, here you go. And then you oh. got Brock Purdy who's now come on, you know, come on pretty strong. But, yeah, no, Trey Lance, you're right, is a person that's like everyone was like, all right, yeah. I mean, they were – everybody was so convinced that he was better yeah. than Justin Fields. And they're like, yeah, yeah just like you couldn't – I swear to you – like, well, you know, I don't have to tell you this. Like, the cards are like 50 bucks, or you'd get yeah. the chrome cards or like the super yep. rares or anything. And you're like, oh my yep. God. And I'm like, nobody wants these. And people are like, yeah, just walk off of these Justin Fields. I'm like, yeah. I'll take, yeah. I'll take all yeah. of If you, if you want to <laughs> give my cute daughter uh, all these Justin Fields, I'll take them uh, and I'll take it all day long and I will continue to back Justin yep. Fields. And so uh, it's fine. I want to, yeah, we should talk cards sometimes because I got to. No, we do. We do. I, uh, you know what? I'll, okay. I'm sorry. I know them. I know. Uh, We're going to get get in trouble. And I know, I'm sorry. Um, You know, one player that I really, well, it's an Ohio state guy. So I wanted to bring him up because one player that I loved coming into the draft was Jackson Smith and Jigba. Mm -hmm. And so last on Monday night, so this was last night from when we're recording this, 
I I mean, he had the winning catch, of course. It was an amazing mm-hmm. grab. Is that somebody that we're buying in on? Because like I I've been buying Jackson Smith and Jigba cards, and I feel like after last night, that price is going to spike. Yeah, no, I think he's definitely a guy you invest in uh, for sure. I think this wide receiver class this year in general, I think mm-hmm. if you're a sports car collector, is a class that you should invest in because I feel like this is a very deep um, wide receiver class from top to bottom. Um, so I think moving forward, like this is a great class wide yeah. receiver wise. I think you know you should you should definitely um, invest in for sure quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, we'll see. Um, I think obviously CJ Stroud. Well, CJ's good. Yeah, CJ's playing really he's, well. He's definitely someone that everyone's going to be hot on uh, for sure. I think honestly, if I'm being honest, I think and I'm still hot on this guy, Anthony Richardson. Oh yeah. I think I think he's going to end up being. You know, people might have forgot, but I think he's going to end up being really good um, if he continue to if he can stay healthy. Um, but I think him. We'll see how you know things. You know, with Bryce Young, you know he's in a, a tough situation. Um, but I think CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson are probably kind of my two that, um, you know, in this classroom, I'm like, all right, you know, and, and of course, how forgive me, Tyson Badgett, you have to invest in Tyson Badgett long-term because he's going to get an opportunity somewhere. Um, It may not be Chicago, but he's going to get an opportunity somewhere. And, um, you might want to hop him, uh, hop on him early. Yes. We're definitely going to be investing in Tyson. Uh, great person, great player. And uh, I loved I loved the the previous week after the win, and we saw Tyson in this in the in the locker room celebrating. I'm like he's he's just got the vibe, like he's just the yeah, vibe guy. If nothing if nothing <laughs> else, he's a great that. vibe guy. Uh, so we do love that. And of course, all the wide receivers, a lot of the wide receivers from this class, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigga, obviously Tyler Scott goes without saying. Uh, Rasheed Rice is another good one. Tank Dell's done pretty well. Yeah, he's done and, pretty uh, well. Jordan Wait, well, he's he's in the other. With Jordan, no, we don't, Ash, I think we don't want Jordan. Now, no, he, forget he, him. He's had he's had he's had a solid year. Just, just he's good. Speaking cards, speaking cards. He's he's had a solid year. Um, he's I been think, good. So. Yeah. It's one of those things too, where it's like, hey, everybody. It's like I know, like comedians are always like super competitive. You're like, you know, everybody can be funny. Like people enjoy shows when all the comedians are funny. Yeah. They don't want to. They don't want everybody to bomb and then one guy to kill. Like that's not a great show. <laughs> Similarly, we want all these guys to play well, even Quentin Johnston. Like we want all mm-hmm. these guys and I'm, I, I wasn't taking a shot at him, but I'm like, everybody can be good and it's going to be fine. Yeah. We want everybody to go out there and have a good time and uh, contribute and have great careers. Uh, unless you play for the Titans, because we don't care for you, because you passed over on our. I'm going. Listen, I'm happy. I, I, I should. I, I don't know why I'm upset with you. Can be upset with Tennessee. I shouldn't be because you're here right now because of that. But uh, listen, uh, thanks again for coming on. And again, I know I say it time and time again. I know this was a tough one. I know it was a homecoming, and it's a tough loss. And I think again, it's a testament to your character that you go out there. And you face the media and you face the critics in a tough market like Chicago. So we commend you for that. Uh, we're going to put that one behind us. Like a, you, we, we can't run around the world and spin it backwards. So let's look forward. Let's finish off strong against our former Chicago rivals, the Cardinals. Then we need to beat Arthur Smith just for because of the way he's using Bajan Robinson. I know Roshan's probably upset <laughs> with him. So, oh my God, I, I don't know if you can. I, you know what I loved about Roshan Johnson? I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm rambling now. When yeah. Justin Fields got lit up at the end of the first first half, the guy who got into the referee's face was Roshan Johnson, like the immediate <laughs> first guy. I love that about him. I'm like, oh, yeah. get him! Um, I don't want to get I don't want to get you into trouble. So don't talk. We're not going to talk about that. But then anyways, uh, and then we got the Packers in Week 18. Let's finish off strong. Three consecutive victories. We'll go into the off season with a lot of hope and a lot of optimism as we should. 
and uh, hopefully a lot of targets. That first touchdown's coming, but I want to thank you for being here, and uh, that's all I got for you. Thank you so much, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I love coming on every, each week. All right. Well, uh, we'll tell Jeff. I know Jeff always puts a time limit on it. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> We're having a good time. We started talking about cards. We're having a delightful conversation. You can't stop that. Uh, but I want to thank everybody for being here. Uh, like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends. Do all that stuff. So for Tyler, I'm Adam. And uh, Bear Down and Sammy, go ahead and play us out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.